T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And, of course, touchdown at 10 on a Monday morning on a victory Monday here in D.C. Of course, the field out in Landover. And right now, good things happening on the field out there. For the Commanders, 7-5, and five, and right now would be, in fact, the entire NFC East would be in the playoffs, but the season is not 12 games long. Still got five more of these puppies to go and back-to-back games with the Giants that are straight ahead. Pleased to, as always, talk about it every Monday morning at 10 with our guy Jay Gruden. Jay, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. Thank you. Jay, I hope you had a good uh, Thanksgiving, you and the fam. Uh, I know you don't like to do a lot of the cooking. Did you at least do the dishes? I did do the dishes. Atta boy, Jay. Quite the trooper, yes. Attaboy. I did my job. <laughs> quite the trooper. <laughs> it's always about the offer, Jay. As long as you offer to do something, yeah. that's all that matters, See, I've my known friend. you long enough to know that y- your culinary skills are not wanted in the kitchen. No, no, I stayed away from the cooking part of it, yeah. but I ate very well and I did the dishes. Atta boy, atta boy. As, always... long, as long as the food was good and, 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 and you did your part, that's all that anybody cares about. It's always the great skill set, Jay, on Thanksgiving. Eat first and worry about everything else later. And right now for the Commanders, they're winning first and worrying about everything else later. In fact, right now, it's it's never at times right now the most aesthetically pleasing way you get to the W, but the only thing, as you know, as a coach that matters is getting to the W. Yesterday, it's a Deron Payne great play down on the goal line. Arthur Smith dials up a play that's open. Patterson's wide open, but Payne... Uh, you know, knocks it down. Fuller, of course, able to uh, intercept it. My question to you is, you're you're running it down Washington's throat with a combination of Patterson and Algier. And I know you've, you've set this play up perfectly, and it's there. How do you come to grips with it if you're Arthur Smith with the play not working, knowing you were literally running it down Washington's gullet at that point? Yeah, that's tough. You know, they did a good job running the football they have all year. Uh, it's a very good running game that they have. Arthur comes from the Tennessee Titans where they pounded the ball at Derrick Henry and brought that same mentality to, to Atlanta. And they can hit you a lot of different ways. But, you know, I think they lost yards on the first down play. And then uh, I think they got a penalty or something, and they mm-hmm. tried to throw it. It was uh, Cordell was the third or fourth outlet or third or fourth uh, target on that play. And 
He was open, and unfortunately for Atlanta, unfortunately for Washington, it was intercepted. And a lot of these games are coming down to this. You know, it's about the third or fourth game that, you know, Washington's had has come down to a goal line stand. They lost one against Tennessee. They won one against Chicago. They won this one. Uh, so this is, this is just uh, what you have to get used to, uh, the way they play. You know, uh, Jay, I, I mean, I can't kill Arthur Smith in that spot because if, you know, they got the maybe the fortunate break where Mariota's knee goes down. He wasn't touched. Uh, you know, a lot of people on Twitter were all upset, and they turned that into a big uh, passing game, right? Uh, you've been running the ball well all game, read option, quarterback pulls. I mean, maybe you could have argued that they did that. You mentioned the first play that James Smith-Williams, stu- you know, kind of stuffed out for a two-yard loss. To me, like if you're like if I'm Atlanta from a creative offensive concept, they're not expecting pass. Um, like I, I've got to, I've got to throw in that spot because it's not what they're expecting. So that's why I didn't have a problem with that as a coach, as a play caller. How much is the tendency to, hey, let me outthink them? They're expecting run, so I'm going to pass in this spot. There's a little bit to that. You know, I'm just surprised it's more of a traditional drop back pass instead of more of a, a, a rollout or a, mm-hmm. a bootleg or something like that to get Marcus on the edge because, you know, he struggled all year long in the pocket. You know, when you get him outside the pocket, he's obviously more effective because he has uh, the option to run the ball as well. Um, but that was the only, you know, the only problem I had with it was that it was a true drop back. Had it been a play action pass or some something of that nature, I would have been okay with it. But, um, you know, he had the guy there. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for, for Arthur. Jay, you coached athletes uh, in, in this game for a long time, and I tweeted it last night. What Brian Robinson is doing right now, just a couple of months away from being shot, in the leg, which, of course, is how he makes his living. Uh, Seeing an athlete that mentally and physically performing at the level that he's at right now is extraordinary to me and a testament to himself and those around him who've helped him through this. Uh, Just thoughts on observing what Brian Robinson is accomplishing right now as a football player uh, based on what has happened to him still, what has to be short-term memory just a couple of months ago. Yeah, it's incredible, quite frankly. You know, uh, he runs hard. He's given the Washington offense a lift because he moves the chains. And uh, the comeback from his injury, his, his, his shot wound, uh, is is incredible testament to him as a person. Obviously, the team giving him another chance and sticking with him and, and the rehab and, and the work that they've done uh, behind the scenes to get him ready is a testament to the organization and to Brian. Um, but to, to, to perform like he has has, has really been a great story for the NFL and for the Washington Commanders. When you see him, Jay, I mean, everybody thinks physical running back, right? First and second down, traditional back. But, you know, I've been telling Pete from all the OTAs, and you know how that works, right? You can't tackle anybody, but you can, you know, occasionally get bumped around, popped, what have you. But, you know, I think you've told me, uh, I know Shanahan would tell me, Sean would tell me, you can't really judge a running back, you know, in training camp until, you know, tackling. But when you see him, does he spell to you a lot more than what the book on him coming out of Alabama was, meaning an all-around back? Maybe not like like all around in terms of, uh, you know, a dynamic receiver, but clearly a guy who's capable of doing that. And then also, more importantly, one that is capable of getting to the outside and not just a runner between the tackles. Yeah, he's proven to be more versatile than uh, probably the book was on him coming out of college. You know, I don't think he's going to be a guy that wins matchups one-on-one against linebackers out right. in the face in the passing game, but he's a good guy to have as a check down as your third or fourth option to hit the 
the check wide uh, and ran it in for a touchdown, ran over the guy for the first touchdown for Washington. So he can do that easily. Um, but to say he's a well all around back, I wouldn't say that so much. I think he's still first, second down. If you have a third down, you want to get uh, you know your other backs out there, McKissick or um, Gibson for sure uh, to, to have the matchup, uh, the matchups that you want against linebackers or safety. So, uh, but he, he is a, he's just a fun guy to watch. You know, he moves the chains and he, he's never going to put him in second and twelve or second and thirteen. It's always going to be second and seven, second and six, second and five, and uh, that's what Washington needs at the running back position. Jay, they're still managing, and you look at the record with Taylor Heineke at quarterback. Um, it's it's extraordinary, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, Ron said in the offseason, we can't keep trying to win games 17-15. to 15. Well, there's slight improvement. They won 19-13 uh, yesterday. Uh, how are they still winning with a guy that certainly does have some limitations uh, based on what NFL personnel would love to have uh, as their guy physically at that spot? Well, they haven't had to come from behind uh, from a 10 or 12 point deficit. Defense is playing extremely well. Uh, they're running the ball extremely well. They're keeping the defense fresh on the sidelines. They're they're winning uh, the battle up front on both sides of the ball. And if you can do that, you'll be in games late. And you're not going to win pretty, but you'll be in games late with the opportunity to win. And they are coming out on top because they're playing excellent defense. And Heineke is doing just enough to, to get the job done. But the running game is helping, obviously. Uh, Brian Robinson, uh, Gibson, that's helping tremendously, keeping uh, the ball out of Heineke's hands where he has to throw it 35 to 40 times. If they can continue with this trend, with this type of football, they can win uh, as many games as they want. Former Redskins head coach Jay Gruden with us each and every Monday for a touchdown at 10. Uh, and uh, you know, Jay, one thing that I wanted to ask you, I brought it up to Pete uh, last hour. You know, I think everybody came out expecting run, run, run on both sides in this game, and we got a lot of that. There's no doubt about that. But in an off-and-on rain on the first series of the game, Scott Turner dialed up a play-action pass on the first play for 27 to Terry McLaurin. Excellent execution. Uh, Deami Brown had a 17-yarder, I believe, off of off of like a little show-me play-action fake, and then the Brian Robinson swing pass to the right flat where he trucked the guy for the touchdown for 14 yards. Um, as a as a play caller, right? Clearly, their their weakness, if you will, was their pass defense. Uh, that was obvious, but it was raining, and you have a limited quarterback. When you were like kind of designing that first fifteen, how much would you take into account potential weather? How much would you take into account? Oh, that's a glaring weakness, but they're not expecting us to attack that. Meaning, everybody thought the Washington Commanders were going to run, run, run from the start, and instead they came out throwing. Yeah, I think you have to take that into account. You have to expect loaded boxes against Heineke in the running game that Washington has. So the play-action passes, getting people behind the linebackers is an important part of your game plan every week moving forward. You have to have them. You can't just pound the ball on first and second down every time, although they've been effective for the most part. They have 12 or 15 first downs. If 10 of them are runs and they're positive games, that's good. And the other four or five will be play-action or quick game. Uh, so those plays have to be in your game plan. Um, they have to be executed, and you have to have them. You can't just expect to go uh, 85, 90 yards on every drive, uh, handing the ball off 12 times. So uh, that's a very important part of your game plan, and, and they execute them good. Jay, we've talked about this with Aaron Donald a little bit in the past because sometimes, based on the interior D-line, it's harder, at least analytically, to quantify 
the value of those players. But what Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne are doing in Washington right now, uh, it sticks out. It passes the eye test in, in extraordinary ways uh, right now. As a coach, what is the value on those types of players as opposed to the guys that get the glitz and glamour who rush from the outside? Oh, you can't put a number on it. It's it's so important to win the line of scrimmage up front in the running game and, and rushing the passer. Uh, you have to dominate, and, and Washington has the players to do that, and they have to figure out ways to keep them, in my opinion, especially if you don't have a marquee-type quarterback making $50, $60 million a year. So uh, to, to, to ensure them moving forward to have a great defense, to keep the front up, up to speed, keep them intact um, moving forward, they'll be in every game because uh, they dominate the line of scrimmage, and when you can do that, it makes it hard for opposing offenses to to get the ball in the end zone. Jay, is it even more prevalent because right now they don't know that a greater talent is on the horizon at the quarterback position, and the way they're winning right now is by winning trench warfare. And at this point, doesn't it seem more prudent to pay a pain the market value right now uh, to keep him in the fold here because that is proving to be a winning formula in the right now for this franchise? I believe so. I don't think you can find guys like Jerome Payne on the streets. I think You have an athletic defensive lineman who can play the nose, he can play three, he can play four-eye, he can play double teams, he can rush the gap. Uh, he, he's an excellent player to go along with Jonathan Allen, and those two guys are a problem. You can ask any offensive coordinator that has to prepare for a Washington defense, and it's up front. Uh, you, you know, you four-man rush, five-man rush, whatever it might be, those two guys uh, dominate the interior part of the game. And uh, in my mind, you have to try to keep Deron Payne, uh, whatever it takes. All right, Commander, 7-5 and five, heading to MetLife Stadium for the New York Giants, who are starting to come back a little bit down to earth uh, this week. Jay Gruden with us. Uh, Jay, one last thing on the Commanders for me. Uh, I guess the most delicate way of asking this is, did you see the Sean Taylor Memorial Tribute? And if you did, what did you think? I did not see it, unfortunately. Okay. That's probably better off that you didn't. Um, it's, uh, yeah, another tough day for the organization in terms of the uh, in terms of the headlines. You might want to go take a look at that at some point, Jay, because it's, uh, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, all right, so let me ask you this then. Uh, around the NFL, I mean, there's so many different ways we can go, but I'm curious on, on this. Um, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals lost a, another agonizing game yesterday uh, for whatever the reason. Uh, after the game, he said, quote, schematically, we're kind of beeped uh, with the F word. Uh, when a quarterback says that, do you just chalk that up to frustration? Or if you're the head coach and therefore Cliff Kingsbury, are you having a big sit-down powwow and a screaming match and saying, you think we're screwed because of schematics how about maybe because of you yeah that's uh that's a that's a war you don't want to get into it's your quarterback in the media um you're gonna have to sit down to with them and figure out what his beef is with the schematics what ideas he might have moving forward to make it better or make their offense more productive but you got to keep that out of the media i think uh kyler's been kind of frustrated here for a little bit of time now um he did get a big contract um but that, that's just not part of the game that you want in, in your locker room. Um, you don't want questions, coaches, coaches questioning players, players coaching, questioning coaches in the media. That should be behind closed doors. And, and moving forward, they got to get together and fix it. Jay, I imagine D'Amico Ryan's name is the name we're going to see quite prevalently in the offseason uh, as jobs open up. What have you observed of him as a defensive coordinator 
in San Francisco where that unit right now is very dominant and that team is rising up as a significant threat right now uh, in the NFC uh, to challenge for all the marbles. Yeah, for sure, especially when they get their offense going. They have weapons with Kittle in the backs that they have, and obviously Debo Samuel and, and Garoppolo can play at a level that uh, you know can get them in position to score some points. And then when the defense is playing like they are, they're going to be a tough out, no doubt about it. Nico has those guys playing hard. They run to the ball. They create turnovers. Um, they're fun to watch. They can rush the passer. They can stop the run. Uh, they have good secondary. Jimmy Ward's playing well. The corners are playing good enough, but uh, they can rush the passer. So uh, that's going to be a tough out. I know that uh, Washington has them coming up, the Giants twice, and, and Cleveland, who just beat Tampa Bay, and, and obviously Dallas. So they have a tough five-game stretch, and uh, San Francisco is going to be in the mix at the end for the NFC Championship for sure. Um Mike White comes in for the Jets, and all of a sudden the offense looks great, right? They get Elijah Moore involved. Uh, everything looks good. And what I didn't see a lot of the game, but just the highlights uh, and and reading the social media buzz. I, I mean, look, what do you? I mean, if you're Robert Salad, you you don't have a choice here. Obviously, you go with the hot hand. But how do you handle the Zach Wilson situation moving forward? Because it's the number two overall pick last year. It's not. You know, it's not like what you and it. Well, it's, I mean, you inherited a different type of situation and a different type of problem. Like, but how do you handle that moving forward? Well, I think the way Mike played, I think he plays like this moving forward. He's going to give the Jets an opportunity to, to compete for the AFC Championship. I mean, their defense is pretty good, and if they get these receivers involved like uh, Mike did, and um, I think you play Mike White, and it could be uh, the last you'll see of Zach. But how do you ha- not, how do you handle that in the I mean, building? You play, you play. Oh, you play Mike. I think the building right. wants Mike White to play. Right. I mean, a very similar situation when we had Robert. You know, I, I think the media thought we should play uh, RG three, but you know, I think everybody in the building saw that Kirk was playing better <laughs> at the position at the time, and we went with Kirk. And that's you know, sometimes you have to you know make the tough decisions that's better for your team. And right now, clearly, it's Mike White for the Jets. Jay, not, not, the, not this member of the media, yeah, but, Jay. Jay, doesn't the building uh, doesn't the building make it obvious to you though in situations like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And it was obvious to us. That's why we did it. Yeah. If it wasn't obvious, we wouldn't have made the announcements for the you know for the entire season. Yeah. And it was quite obvious for us. And I think moving forward for the Jets, it'll be obvious for them. And uh, you know, sometimes top draft picks don't work out like you thought and maybe a better a change of scenario will be better for Zach and better for the organization for the Jets and uh, that'll probably be the case moving forward. Jay appreciate you as always enjoy the week we'll talk to you next Monday you got it talk to you guys later you got it Thanks, Jay Gruden Jay. joining us as he does every Monday touchdown at 10 joins us in the leadoff spot you heard his analysis we'll get back to your analysis next 301-230-0980 Washington at seven and five and right now they do control their fate right now in the NFC at seven and five and back-to-back games with the division rival the Giants coming up over the next three weeks Two huge contests for Washington that can further cement themselves into the NFC playoff picture. 301-230-0980. Dial it up right now. The Team 980 is streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Calling out around the world, your Washington Commanders are seven and five. Doesn't matter how you arrive at seven and five, they're alive. That's no jive. NFC playoff picture. Washington with a chance to make it even more clear over the next three weeks. Twice they play the Giants with a bye week to rest in between. Key part of the schedule right now. In three weeks, they could be at nine wins. A sweep over the Giants could be in play. And then it's essentially having to win one of the last three against Frisco, Cleveland, and Dallas to perhaps get into the playoffs. It's really as simple as that for the Washington football team in a week-by-week league here in the National Football League as we continue to see each and every week. 301-230-0980. You've heard from us. You've heard from Jay. It's time to hear from you. We go to line one, Roy in Brunswick. What's up, Roy? Hey, guys. Good morning. Awesome show, as always. Hey, Roy. How are you, pal? Good. Long, long, actually, time, long time no chat since we were going back and forth on Twitter last night. Yeah, I uh, I was actually at the game. I took my uh, – I got to take my nephew, oh, who's nice. six. His name's, yeah, his name's Landon, and um, he was a trooper because I'm like, it's usually not this crappy outside with yeah. the – you know, wearing the ponchos and all that. So we didn't get to do a lot of the tailgate and stuff of, like, selling the ball around and all that. But um, he was a trooper. He liked it, and uh, – I was actually impressed with the amount of Redskins fans in the in the uh, or uh, I guess Commanders fans now in the lower bowl mm-hmm. and, and how much noise they're making. But mm-hmm. surprising to me, honestly, with uh, you know both teams being similar similar on offense, that we actually got gouged a good bit on, on the running. You know, Patterson's a, a big body to take down, similar to like Robinson. He, he's obviously faster than Robinson, but um, they they were really efficient. I think when I looked it up, it was like six yards per play they were getting. They were running the ball well on us, mm-hmm. which was surprising, but. 
But my God, the quarterback play is not good enough. Could you imagine if Sabah like botched a surgery? She'd be like, "Well, Doctor Hernandez botched three surgeries down the road." So, you know, it's like I can't. The excuse making is just unbelievable for this guy. Like, um, he's, he's not playing Sorry. well, and, and I think Sorry. I think it's so lazy funny. to look. Yeah, I mean, I just I think it's so lazy to look at the record and be like, well, for whatever reason we're yeah. winning, it's like, yeah, we have we have a running game and a defense that's playing well against bad teams, and our offense is not playing well against bad teams. That's why we're squeaking these and games that's, out. And, and that's the overall them. point, like, right? Is that they're not they're like they're good at in in spots, they're good in moments, they're good in 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 periods. That first drive yesterday, I'm sure I, I'm assuming you were in in uh, your seats for the the start of the game. That first drive was unbelievable. It was great. I mean, if they could hum yeah. like that, nobody would have ever have a complaint. The throw to Bates for the touchdown was a very good throw after they ran it all over Atlanta on that drive. But there was a lot of in-between where there was a lot of and it, I'll just take you back. Yeah. Like, they've struggled in the red zone the last couple of games, right? Yeah. Part of the reason why they haven't thrown touchdown passes. I mean, I know they threw two yesterday. Fine. Great. Congratulations. Uh, I mean, that's pretty garden variety. Like, it's not that impressive to throw two uh, touchdown passes. No. But the one to McLaurin, I mean, you know, this this silly song, Left Hand Up, he needed about 17 left hands up to get to the ball because that's how high Heineke threw it, and he was open. Yeah. He was wide that's open. Wide open. It's wide open, Chris. And and that's what I mean. Like, I think that Wentz, who didn't have this kind of protection and, and line continuity and who didn't have nearly this defensive efficiency and the type of uh, ability to have third and two and third and one. Uh, and there's another play that he's so late to Bates in the end zone on a play where there, he's wide open. Like, for whatever reason, Heineke is, has been really late to throw the ball, and he doesn't have the arm strength. So he needs to be early in order for it to, like, even out. And I just think – you know you're gonna you're gonna come up against these defensive fronts like the Giants, for example. You might not pound the ball against them like you want to, and you're gonna need to throw it. And I just you know I'd rather put Winston now and and give him a game or two to to get warmed up for where when we really need him if we keep making this playoff run because you can't tell me that Wentz is going to play much worse than this and if we're squeaking these wins out like this with Heineke imagine with someone that when you protect Wentz and give him a good running game and, and a tight end like Logan Thomas who's healthy now he can do great things and he hasn't had a fair chance to do that I just think looking at wins and losses is so short sighted because the teams are. Uh, meet like way different than than what each one has been playing with. All right, Roy, appreciate the call. The only thing is, too, I think you have to take into consideration, Wentz wasn't scoring many points either at, at the time of his injury. And so, that's the argument. Right. And, I, and I think that's where the Heineke supporters certainly have a fair argument. It wasn't as if Wentz was in the 25 to 35 point category uh, leading up to the time of his injury. Let's get down to line five. Rick is listening on the Odyssey app in Fayetteville, North Carolina. What's up, Rick? Woo! Hey, good morning, guys. I, I, I can't believe it. I think I was, I've been on hold almost an hour. I thought I was going to get cut off. Y'all uh, must have fixed that 15-minute limit. I know, uh, Rick. <laughs> I, we're, we're sorry. We get so caught up in in, in trying to you know talk uh, amongst ourselves, obviously setting up the show. We don't mean to leave you on hold for so long, but we appreciate the patience and uh, thank you. Is, oh, is no, all no, we can I, say. Look, I was just, I was just surprised yeah. that I didn't get cut off with yeah. that fifteen-minute uh, yeah. limit. <laughs> I, I, I felt anyway, bad. Guys, I saw you there. Oh, uh, no, that's no problem. But in, anyway, guys, uh, you know, uh, you know, we we got to win, so that 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 was the most important thing. But 
Yeah, the offense, uh, the guy, your previous call, I kind of agree with him, man. I, I, I would like to see Carson with the team that's out there now because Heineken, he's limited on what he can do because look at last year, they're putting up the same amount of points, but look at the extra weapons they had from last year, uh, Dotson and Samuel. You got Robinson now. Um, you know, everybody wanted to see him with weapons, but it's the same. It's the same. We're not going. You know, seventeen to twenty points at the most is not going to get. It. If we get into the playoffs, you're going to probably need more than that. I would like to see Carson get an opportunity with the team the way it's playing now, because I think the first two offensive performance he gave with Detroit and Jacksonville. You know that that's probably more of the type of offense that 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 we are, we'll need going forward. And and if you gave Scott uh, Scott Turner some true serum, I think he I think he prefer Wentz because it, it does open up the offense. Because you know what I mean, what's the difference? I mean, seventeen points. I know Carson wasn't playing well when he got hurt, but the team wasn't playing like they are now. I would li- love to see him. Get a chance. If you if they lost to the Giants and after the bye week, if Ron went back to Carson, would you be upset? If they I, lost to the Giants in the bye week and, and I, go back with Carson, I, I not only Ron would I knows. not be upset, but I I'm expecting it. I like I was I, I tweeted really? with two I, I, I minutes left to go yesterday. I said. These are the type of games, if they lose, if they lose, these are the type of games that gets you benched when you're Taylor Heineke. So I was expecting if they would have lost yesterday, and immediately people screamed at me, what about the rain? Uh, rain didn't affect him on the first series. The <laughs> they, they didn't affect him yeah. on the first series. Didn't affect him on the ba- on the base throw. Uh, it, well, what about the defense sucking? Uh, the defense is the reason why they've won these games. Uh, and then it, right. it was like, uh, what, what about this and what about that? How could you, how could you act like that? No, no, guys, calm down. I'm just talking about Taylor Heineke is – look, I, Carson Wentz is what – Ron knows that. Yeah, and Carson Wentz is what he is. The They, they believe – this is them, okay? They believe Carson Wentz will be a lot better this time around than the first time around, and here's the reason why. They feel like he has been able to absorb more of the system and been able to clear the cobwebs from the nine-sack performance against the Eagles in Week 3 and the mental (laughs) confidence that he lost in that, but they believe more that he's much more comfortable in the system. I can't prove that they're right, but I also can't prove that they're wrong. Yeah, you don't want to, you're you going to prove it by, by playing. And uh, uh, you know, like I say you you you're wasting Dotson and 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 uh, and Dami Brown because you know I, I, between the two of them you only get one target. Oh, come on, yeah. That I mean, because Taylor all he does look for uh, uh, Terry. But, I mean that's it. I mean you could tell, and that's that's you know, that's I don't know who he threw the, who he was throwing to when he threw that that ridiculous intercept. I mean he, he's good for one of those a game, well, so you know you're going to get that. Yeah. And, uh, and I just one more point I want to point out. Yesterday with um, I know with Antonio Gibson, he, he had a couple runs where he didn't just run up the field. And he tried to he tried to make a big play, and I kind of thought that maybe Ron maybe got upset with him, and maybe that's why he went with uh, Jonathan Williams. What do you think? I don't know if you know the couple plays that he made. It's not like he tried to make a big play instead of going up the field 
with, you know, a power run. I know uh, Mark Slurve pointed that out on the game yesterday. Listen, Antonio Gibson got benched yesterday. Or not benched. That's, he, that's what I'm he, saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He got right. benched. He did. He, yeah. he did what, I, I mean, he lost, his, his he lost his role. Right. And, and remember, one of the criticisms – one of the criticisms, Pete, we talked about this, was not only fumbling. See, people thought it was just about fumbling. Ron and the staff were not happy with how he would dance and how he would go. That's what he did. Yeah. So, so rem- exactly keep, that, did keep that in yeah. mind. And that's why they love Brian Robinson, and that's why they also really like Jonathan Williams. So it's a good astute point. We haven't talked about that. Uh, thanks for hanging in there, Rick. Appreciate you. I mean, Pete. Like I like I don't want to kill Antonio Gibson. He hasn't fumbled, but there's more to j- playing running back than just not fumbling. Yeah. And and again, one of the problems that we saw in August that Ron preached even before they benched him was again going sideways or stuttering or 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 just not just not seeing it and letting if it If you're not if you're running sideways, you're not gaining yards. I know you're looking for that hole, you're hoping to find that crease and sometimes it just doesn't come and then all of a sudden you're in second and 12. And we know what happens when you get behind the chains and you can't afford to do that. Second and 9, second and 8, even if it's just a 2-yard yep. gain. And it's what, a hell what of a lot on, better to manage than second and 12 or 13. Brian Robinson had, what, 18 carries yesterday for 5.8? Uh, I think it was 18 carries. Um, I'm trying to get it here. For f- five, I mean, he's averaging. I mean, the fact that he's he averaged, averaging over five yards carries. Right. He just, averaged 5.8 you know. a carry. I know that. But it was 18. Uh, bu- 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 yeah, 18 carries. And Jonathan Williams had four. Mm-hmm. I know on Brian Robinson's 18, they did not have one time. One time, a negative or a zero gain. One time, not one time. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is I believe, as we've said before, Jonathan Williams is a capable guy. And remember, Gibson is still ultra important Mm -hmm. because of McKissick's absence Mm -hmm. in that that McKissick role. That if at, uh, you're also trying to keep the wear and tear off of Gibson, too, because Antonio is still going to be incredibly important down the stretch. Uh, because of McKissick's absence. Plus, you've had to use him as your kick returner, and yes. he has given that unit some life. Because remember we how it, dreadful they were. But even yesterday, with Alex Erickson catching punts because Dax Milne was out, mm-hmm. Erickson is a better, based on his career, better kick returner than he is a punt returner. They did not remove Antonio Gibson from that role. So you got to remember, it's it, it's a combination of things and. In his first two years, people don't people want to forget this. He had a bunch of lower leg injuries. Let's go to line two. Trey's up next. What's up, Trey? Hey, what's going on, you guys? How you doing what today? Up, Trey? Uh, quick, quick thing, man. I, I just want to say, for all the Carson Wentz people out here, okay, look, bro, on paper, obviously, yes, he's better than Kirk Heineke. I mean, Kirk Heineke, Jesus. A Taylor Heineke. But, like, this is the same dude that threw 99 yards in his last game. Okay, this is a guy that was already talking about benching before he got hurt. And this is also a guy that was benched twice or replaced twice by two former teams, okay? Taylor Heineke, now I'll give it to you. He's, he's, he's trash in the red zone. When he threw that touchdown to Bates in the red zone, I said, oh, my God, look what we found here. But at the same time, man, look, 
We are seven and five. We were just one and four a couple weeks ago. Ron Rivera is having meltdowns over Carson Wentz and the quarterback. Can we stop with this Carson Wentz thing? We are winning. We rolling with Heineke. It's Jordan's every Monday. Left <laughs> hand up. Who are we? The freaking commanders. I'm out. Appreciate you, Trey. Love it. <laughs> I guess what does uh, does Taylor get the black and red uh, version this week? Well, they're already out. That's a good yeah, question. That's a, um, that's a sharp look, potential sharp looking shoe. So basically, the best way I can describe it is they're they're white based. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, they have the uh, the you know gold, I guess tongue, if you will, under the white laces if that makes sense, or the yellow gold. And then the bottom sole on the side, on the side wall of the sole has mostly black with a red kind of fiery streak and also streaks of yellow or gold as well. So that's his deal with the, the Falcons colors, right? Cause they, they wear the black, they wear the red, they got a little trim of gold and, uh, or yellow or whatever the hell it is. So that's what, uh, it's up. He's, uh, he's posted it. Uh, I've got it up. Uh, uh JP's got it up. Of course, uh, JP's always all, all over that stuff. Uh, and I, I think I put it up on, um, on the, um, on my podcast site, LO Commanders. 301-230-0980, your chance to chime in. Keep it rolling here. Washington to 7-5. and five. That's no jive. It's the truth. Look at the standings this morning. Who's number seven in the NFC? That would be a playoff spot. It's your Washington Commanders with the Giants now. Two times in a row over the next three weeks with a bye week in between. This is a chance for Washington to seize the opportunity and a playoff spot. In the NFC. 301-230-0980. Thrilling ending between Ghana and Korea. A red card to the Korean coach when it was all over. All that and more coming up with the Rufio here on What's Trending. Yeah, indeed. Social media a buzz, but Ghana does beat South Korea 3-2 to in World Cup play. Serbia and Cameroon 3-3 tie. Brazil and Switzerland coming up in about 15 minutes. Of course, the U.S. men's national team fights for their survival tomorrow afternoon, 2 o'clock. Uh, on the pitch, if you will, uh, as they need a win over Iran or they will be coming home. Monday night football tonight, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, and Jeff Saturday, of course, in his third game as interim head coach. You can hear it, 106.7 The Fans, 7.30. Meanwhile, we'll have the Wizards and the Timberwolves after Craig Hoffman and the Power Hour, 6.45 for the pregame, Team 980 and the Odyssey app. And this just in ESPN reportedly will announce later on today uh, that the Big Ten ACC Men's Basketball Challenge will end this week after 23 years. And the Big 12 SEC Challenge will come to a conclusion in January after a 10-year run. It's expected that a new ACC SEC Challenge for both men's and women's will start uh, the week after Thanksgiving next year. So some changes for you College Hoops fans. And that's what's trending. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. 
the MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Two three zero zero nine eighty. Tell you get to us another victory Monday. These are getting commonplace around here. These are a hell of a lot more fun than the misery Mondays. And of course, I love it when our callers call out other callers for accountability. By the way, your foil, Kristen Hyattsville, said with a Big Ten ACC challenge coming to an end, which is sad. It's been good basketball. Um, maybe the maybe ESPN and Disney doesn't want to pay for another 10 years of this or something. Maybe that's what it's coming down to. Um, he said we should replace that with the Big Rooster versus Sabah challenge. <laughs> well, it, I mean, I mean, they were basically Sabah, chainsaw, steel cage, rooster, be there. I mean, they're replacing it with the ACC SEC challenge because they're basically trying to say the Big Ten screwed us and is leaving for CBS or decided and, to walk away. So mm-hmm. why are we going to put them in the spotlight? Uh, it's a, it's a, and, and absolutely. Your job is to take care of the people that you have relationships yeah. with. And, you know, geographically, some more of these matchups, uh, you know, slightly make a little more sense. The ACC makes no sense now. Um, and I think Syracuse, I think if Syracuse, if they could pull a UConn and go back to the Big East in basketball, they do it in a heartbeat. Because that program is out on its keister right now. They lost a Bryant the other day. And there was a brawl, well, not a yeah. brawl, but a fight uh, afterwards uh, between Doug Eddard, who was playing for St. Peter's. He was part right. of that St. Peter's right. run. He took a swing at a Syracuse guy and then ran like a chicken, buck, 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 around after they started chasing him at that point. It was really sad. Bryant's been involved in a couple of these now the last uh, couple of years. It's great to beat Syracuse, but... Uh, don't punch some dude in the face uh, like that. Just, there's no place for that uh, in our game. Agreed. You know? so, and, and we haven't been on since American beat Georgetown at Capital One Arena yeah. Wednesday morning. And then Maryland's some of Maryland's coaches right. were thrown out uh, against Coppin the other day because again, I mean, look, this we Feistiness. we we put these videos up of what we see during the summer at these you know AAU tournaments or non-sanctioned tournaments where people are chasing referees and fighting and all this other stuff. Well, now it's coming into games uh, on the college level. There's just no place for it in our game. It's got to stop. And and at some point, we've got to have harsher penalties for people that do this silly kind of stuff. And the coaches are the ones that have to show the way and lead the rules. The head coach can come onto the court to try and break up a fight. Everybody else has got to stay put. And, you know, we, we have rules in place for a reason. So you, you got to pay attention here, and there's just no place for it. Sad to watch. And uh, Maryland, by the way, off to a great start under Kevin Willers. I told you they would be. So, All right, let's get a couple more calls in here. Before uh, the callers top of the have been calling him out. They've been calling him out. Twi- My man Anthony sent me a message. Can't wait to hear from Robert in Annapolis. Well, he's all fired up about the Ravens. Let's go to line three. What's up, Robert? All right, well, I don't call in uh, after uh... – Commanders games. I think that's for the fans to have their say. If you have a nice subject, I might chime in. But I'm okay. Uh, the, you know, some losses are tougher than others, and uh, but we're used to it over here. We only we only like to do it that way. But you know, I, I actually hadn't 
uh, predicted them to do as well as you did. Pete, I think you put them in the Super Bowl. I, I hope you're right, but uh, I had them going 10-11 and 11 and probably getting in the playoffs, and they're still trending that way. But, you know, they're in every game, and some, some go their way and some don't. Now, uh, on what interests folks over there, look, uh, the team over there is on a, in a nice little groove here. So I'm not going to make any changes. Got two big games coming up. But, uh, you know, uh, to the doctor in the South, it's the defense and the running game is covering up for uh, the doctor in the South. What are you like? Ohio State, the team up north. I don't want to call people out by name. I mean, I appreciate her loyalty. But listen, you you know it is what it is. He's a fine young man, so on and so forth. But he's not a bona fide starting NFL quarterback. Now, you can be successful with that. The Ravens were back in 2000 with Trent Dilfer. If you have the defense and running game and special teams and the other things that can get you through. But but it's not really a, a, a tried-and-proven formula very often. So I suspect, uh, I'm not sure they're going to get in the playoffs, but they very well may. But when they do, if they do, the quarterback has normally got to step up and make the big plays. So uh, we'll see how it all pans out, and uh, I'll check back in before the season's over to let people know <laughs> I'm still doing fine regardless of what's going on over here. Uh, glad yeah. you're glad you're okay. I, I will say this one quick thing because we don't have time to get to it. What Lamar Jackson tweeted last yeah, night, I sent you guys probably not a, a the screenshot best decision. of that. <laughs> I mean, that is about as horrible of a tweet as you, you can get for somebody in his position. If you haven't seen it, it's out there. Pro Football Talks got it. I think I tweeted it last night uh, at WrestleMania six two one. I mean, it's just gross and revolting. Don't be a donk. Yeah, he and was I, more than a donk. But you know what though. He's got no agent to market him, so it's not as if his agent's calling him saying, hey, Lamar, yeah. probably not the best yeah. decision in that case. But we'll see. That team that team will find a way to rally, I'm sure, uh, here down the stretch. John Harbaugh always finds a way to do that uh, with this team, though the trend's starting to develop just like last year, losing a lot of close games. And yesterday was a game that they gave away, and they've just continued to open the door for the Bengals to get back in this thing after Cincinnati had gotten off to the tough start earlier this year. 301-230-0980. More from you in the final hour right here as we continue to analyze Washington at 7-5. and five. Two gigantic matchups with the Giants straight ahead now for Washington. It's coming into focus. The fate is controlled by Washington now. They put themselves in position. How do they capitalize on it? You and us, final hour right here. Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 